Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thank you so much for, for joining me. Today's show, we have Jen Brown, and for those who listen to the podcast regularly, that name should sound familiar. She is back. Uh, fall semester has officially started at Frostburg State University, and she is here with a full uh, fall schedule of events that you should not miss, including the Indie Lit Fest, the One Act Play Festival, Coffee with the Writer, and then various other poets and authors that will be stopping in to read from their latest works. All of these events take place in and around Frostburg, so if you have your pen and paper handy, uh, be sure to write these dates down. If you uh, if you don't want to do that right away, we understand, and you maybe want to check at a later date. All of the descriptions of what's happening for the CLA events will be on our website, and that's recordtalklisten.com. While you're there, we highly encourage you to explore the website. You can find all of our previous episodes archived there. You can listen to them for free through your computer, or if you want to be more portable, we highly recommend that you look on the right side of the website and hit subscribe. Um, it, it could not be any easier at all of the new episodes arrive on your preferred listening device automatically, so you don't even have to worry about it. If you're feeling super fancy and you want to donate to the podcast, you can do that there as well. And if you're interested in sponsoring a show, we highly encourage that behavior. And you can send us an email at recordtechlisten at gmail.com and we'll help you set something up. I would also like to take this time to make a note that when we recorded this episode, there was an epic rainstorm. So if you hear a little pitter patter in the background, that's exactly what that is. That's the mics picking that up. So without further ado, here is Jen Brown from the Center for Literary Arts. Jen Brown, you're back. You started a new semester. Just this week. Fresh oh, this week. Fresh. Um, and you have a ton of events that people should know about. We do. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a really busy semester for the Center for Literary Arts. Now, I do have to ask you, Caitlin moved on. Is that correct? She graduated, yeah? She did. She's um, she's doing some uh, graduate school, and nice. she has moved on. We do have a new uh, AmeriCorps member who is going to be with us uh, for the next year. Okay. And his, his name is Marshall Sandiver. Marshall Sandiver. Okay. Yep. And, Good. Uh, he... I have had the, the, you know, I've been so lucky with our AmeriCorps members. You really have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Um, and Marshall was um, one of my students in, actually in his freshman year, I think. Oh, really? Um, and then also uh, just last semester, he took my uh, environmental lit class. So I've, I've been able to kind of see him grow up yeah. right, in college, which is really fun. And, uh, and I also know that he's just good and thorough and smart and funny uh and he should absolutely be just great for uh for the center so i'm really looking forward to good. working with him that's awesome you i mean you really do hit the jackpot with your volunteers with absolutely. your AmeriCorps yeah. volunteers completely. yeah um so that's great and i think that's something new and exciting every year too sure so you see new faces right right and and new approaches to the the tasks that they end up doing sure right and uh so Kat has been so visual. I mean, she's an artist, so mm -hmm. she's been so visual. And we've had these amazing windows at the center yeah. that she's worked on. And um, so, you know, Marshall comes with a different set of skills. And it'll be, uh, I'm curious to see what he ends up doing with like social media posts and the way yeah. that he approaches um, some of the workshopping that, that we'll also probably do with um, kids in schools and things like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So um, 
let's start with Andy Litfest, which yes. has to be like one of my favorite things. And I was able to do a little podcast panel last year on the Andy and be an insider, kind of see how it goes. But it's one of the coolest things I think that people don't necessarily know that's here. And it's, it's the 12th year. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. So, so there's so many moving parts to it. Um, but, but it's, it's, <laughs> I can't even get the words out. Right. Um, you know, we have, we have readings, we have panels, we have roundtables, we have, uh, a book fair with all, like, all these different publishers, um, just so many different, th- different things happening on that weekend that, um, you know, a, a person could really come up to Frostburg, have, you know, have dinner, catch the first reading, catch the first panel on Friday night, and then spend all day Saturday and, and never be bored and always be learning new things. Yeah. Uh, just so many different things happening on that weekend. So where is it going to be held? this? this so um, we had last year, the book fair in the Gunter. Mm-hmm. Um, we've changed back to the lyric again. Okay. Uh, so we'll have, we'll have the uh, publishers and journals um, and writers who have, who have planned for tables will be in the lyric on Saturday. Okay. Uh, they will be, I believe our hours are 11 to, uh, 11 to five, I think I need to check that. Um, but, uh, so pretty much for the full day, uh, in the lyric with the, um, book fair and then the panels will go on, um, you know, pretty much over the same time period. So, um, not quite every hour on the hour, but but pretty close to it. Uh, and then readings happening as well. I mean, it seemed like it was pretty successful last year. I was, I was pleased. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had a good turnout. Um, and and pretty much a consistent turnout, right? Yeah. So roughly the same number of people were there last year who as were there the year before, which made me feel pretty good too, especially with the change yeah. of venue and, and, and some different locations thrown in. I think it was it was nice to be able to and it was we had really nice weather that weekend. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um and so people were able to be outside and just maybe stumble upon the Indie Lit Fest and then just yeah. kinda come in that way, which I thought was really nice too. Yeah. Uh so I've heard I don't know that this, I haven't checked the schedule, uh, but someone came up to me the other day and said, you realize that this is the same day as um, the shamrock shuffle thing that, oh. not, not that, wait, no, that's the wrong No, it's Oktoberfest. The Oktoberfest, that's yeah. what it is, mm-hmm. sorry. The 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 Frostburg Booze Fest yeah. um, that happens on the street. So we also might end up getting some, some folk wandering in. That would be great. Um, it should be fun. If yeah. we end up doing the Gorilla Pot again, I think it might be an, an interesting, uh, that would make it more interesting. It would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have to think about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like the idea of the Gorilla Pot again. So that, yeah. would, that would be great. Awesome. Um, so we've the Indie Lit Fest yep. and then um, you have some, some authors coming. We and do. Poets. Yep. Uh, so on the 11th of October, Gerald Duff is going to be with us. Uh, and he, you know, he's written novels, he's written short stories, he's written poems, he has nonfiction. So he's kind of all over, all over the genre map. Yeah. Um, he has 18 books that he's published. Wow. And uh, yeah, just super prolific guy. Uh, but his most recent book is called Nashville Burning. Ooh. And, um, so it takes place uh, in the 60s, and there's a, I mean, it, it is a fictionalized account. Um, but some of the characters who show up are, are Martin Luther King Jr. and um, Stokely Carmichael, and uh, Allen Ginsberg is in there. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so there's, there's sort of all of these, um, you know, historical figures 
who show up in a in a uh, fictional work. That's kind of cool. So it should be, I think, pretty interesting. And I, I believe that he is planning to read from that book. That's amazing. And mm-hmm. is that at the Lyric? That will be at the Lyric. Okay. Uh, at 7.30 p.m. on the 11th of October. And, of course, we'll still have, uh, you know, time for a Q&A after his reading. And uh, Fred from Main Street Books will be there with, with books, as he does Great. for most of our readings. And, of course, there's, we also always have a reception. So, and you know, readings are free and open to the public. So. Yeah. I mean, that's something I think is really great. You write on yeah. main street. It's very easy to access. And, Absolutely. And, um, even if you are not familiar with the author, it's really just something new and different and you should expose yourself to that as much as possible. Cause sure. you might really like it. You know, I have, I've never, um, I've never gone to a, a, a reading that I didn't walk away from having having learned something new or having been struck by the way a person expressed something or um you know just to be read to is such a lovely human absolutely thing yeah right? yeah yeah um you know to get that uh the aspiration on the on the words and plus you can also hear um the tone in which the author reads the book sure which helps interpret the tone that you should read you yourself should read the book you know so in, in a way that it was written so you can kind of like put the two pieces together sure i've also seen I've experienced where I read the book and then gone to see the author speak. And I was like, this is, he's reading this completely different than how I, and then the whole book turns around or morphs into something different. So I think that's also interesting. You know, I'm, uh, uh, I saw a a poetry reading a couple of years ago and I had read the poems previously, um, you know, in advance of the reading and, or had read the most poets, most recent work. And I liked them. Uh, and thought that they were, of course, well crafted and they were thoughtful and smart. Uh, but but then I watched this poet read, and mm-hmm. there was one particular poem I've never seen it before. Uh, this one particular poem, and and he, as he was reading, his eyes welled with tears. Uh, and in that, in fact, actually, just as I said that, my the hair on my arms went up. Um, but just that moment of seeing him relate to his work in that way, which was so visceral and so human. Yeah. Um, utterly changed the book for me. So in addition to my kind of appreciating how smart it was and how well-crafted, then there was this whole other human element that that all of a sudden became enriched as a function of my having seen him read. Yeah, because Um, then you can also say, okay, at this moment, this was the connection. Sure. Like this word or this emphasis on, you know, that's pretty cool. It was really cool. And that's something you can only experience if you actually go. Absolutely. Um, So you have your your favorite poet oh, girl, coming girl. your girl um, I mean I can hardly uh, it's such a it's so much your pressure to say favorite favorite poet but um one but yeah, of your favorite poets. I have absolutely been fangirling over uh for like the past 25 years fangirling over Julia Spiker Kasdorf we um, talked about this in the last episode right and now it, we're like weeks away from her coming so right. like are you just the excitement must be just building yeah i'm just you know my hands are flapping all the time <laughs> with excitement um but so she uh, right she's coming she's coming she's coming and she is also coming with steven rubin who is uh the photographer with whom she's just done this collaboration uh that has just been published it's still in hardcover uh a book called shale play Okay, um, and it's a it's a book of poems and photographs that are looking at the sort of Marcellus Shale fields, uh-huh. uh, and which is fitting for our area completely, our uh, surrounding areas, I should say. And the book is beautiful. Good, right? I mean, it's 
the content is troubling, right, in some ways. But the but it's beautifully troubling. The composition of the book is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so she and well, so Julia and Stephen will be here on the twenty fifth of October uh, at seven thirty p.m. in the Lewis J. Ort Library. So the uh, the ORT is sponsoring this reading for us, which is very generous and wonderful of mm-hmm. them. Uh, and so, right, so we'll just be right there on campus, and uh, Ruben will have some of his photos up oh, for, nice. uh, for us to be able to see. So so that, um, you know, we can get a sense of the, of the book, right, uh, at the reading. But, you know... <laughs> fangirling for 25 years or so um i fully expect that i will you know come bearing a, a stack of books just for her to sign please sign yeah i don't me. i mean yeah absolutely yeah. take take full advantage of that <laughs> completely i think that that's like that's what you should do i mean if you really appreciate somebody's work and you never get you get the chance to express it sure it means yes a lot to you but it also can be nice for the person i hope so yeah <laughs> She says inelegantly, uh-huh. um, but yeah, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this reading quite a bit. That's good. Um, and, and it has surprised me. I, I've put up our events on Facebook, uh, for the semester and like to have people contact me to, to say that they're pleased that she's coming, uh, is, is pretty exciting too. Yeah. So I am not the only one. That's the right. Area. See, right. you did, you did good. So that's, that is good. <laughs> um, and so let's see on the, also coming up, we have on the 1st of November, uh, the author Peter Stark, uh, who is, he seems like he's a pretty groovy guy. Um, yeah. So he's an adventure writer, um, adventure and exploration writer, mm. and an historian. Uh, it's a good combination. It's a great combination. Uh-huh. Um, so he's he's written for Outside Magazine. His, his uh Articles and essays have also been in uh, Smithsonian, The New Yorker, The New York Times Magazine, Men's Journal. Uh, so he's like widely published. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can go on his website actually and check out some of the some of the articles. You can also check on uh, outside and and some articles are there too if people want to sort of check him out. Uh, but he is going to be reading from his uh, his new book, which is called Young Washington. How Wilderness and War Forged America's Founding Father. Mm. And so given that he's writing about young Washington, he is going to be writing about Washington when he was in this area. Does I mean, did he come here when he was writing the book or was it just like sort of? So, um, you know, I, I am not sure. I guess I th- that's a question I should ask him. Right? <laughs> question to ask him on the 1st of November in yeah, the Lyric yeah. Theater. Um, but... But I think that someone told me that he had been here or he had been in the area. I talked to him on the phone uh, when I was setting up this reading, and he's he's planning also to do like a couple-day uh, Washington-themed event uh, near Uniontown. Okay. Uh, so he had at least been in that area. So, okay. So, you know, pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close to here. I mean, has he seen George Washington's headquarters? I mean, I feel like... That's a that's a maybe a thing that I should offer to. to well, take that's into. old Washington, right? I mean, he's talking young Washington, so she he should go to the the courthouse on Washington Street. He should, and <laughs> he he should also go to um, uh, Berkeley Springs, right? Yeah, check yeah, out absolutely. Washington's bathtub. Yeah, but, you know the guy had to bathe. He was he was active. He was. Yeah. Um, and it seems that Peter Stark also is from, from some of these articles that I've read um, in advance of his visit. But 
So anyway, it's it should be it should be a great time. I'm actually interested in reading it because I, I think it's um, if you have if it's written from somebody who writes as an explorer and an sure. adventure writer and things like that, you it would hopefully would lean itself to be a really exciting historical interpretation of of young Washington. Sure, sure. So I'm excited to read it. Well, and there, I mean, there are just so many stories too about. Like Washington standing up on a raft at at Ohio Pile, like there there's, and I, I think a lot of it is lore. Right. I mean, all of it is lore. Pretty. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they didn't have you know cameras back then or anything to capture it. Um, but you know, I think that's part of the fun of it too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Is where you know, like you can say, oh, you know, Washington was friends with my five times great grandfather and he gave him a walking stick or something. I mean, there's always these really strange and right. weird family stories around mm-hmm. Washington, especially in this area, which is kind of cool. Sure. Well, and so this would be a great opportunity, right? For people to, people who have those stories to come out and share them, float them in front of. Yeah. Uh, be like, Stark. Oh, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. So it's at seven thirty at the Lyric. It is. Uh, actually that one is at 7 PM. Oh, it's seven at okay. the Lyric. Um, And I would be terribly remiss if I did not say that uh, the history department is again working with us uh, to sponsor that event and that his uh, visit is funded by the Martha T. and Ralph M. Race Western History Lecture Fund, uh, which is is, uh, facilitated by the history department. That's fantastic. So we are uh, happy and and grateful for their help. I think that these... The history ones are pretty well attended, are they? They have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been we've been lucky in that in that regard. I think it's good because I mean, people who live here really enjoy the history that right. surrounds the area, and sometimes that's what brings people to the area. Sure. So that's sure. great. So think of all your young Washington questions and uh, show up on the first of November. Um, and you also uh, you're missing coffee with a writer in October, right? But you're kicking it off in november because of the we're missing it because of the indie lit fest but i mean that's a good reason to miss coffee with the writer um but you're doing your first one on november the third yes uh with uh the poet jason baldinger and of course our coffee with the writers uh they run from 10 until noon at the center for literary arts that's 22 east main street uh in frostburg maryland and uh, so this this poet, he's a, a blue collar working class poet from Pittsburgh. Nice. Uh, and his he has work available online. Uh, he's been widely published in journals. Uh, he's he's doing lots of readings. He's a, a really active reader. So, um, in fact, just recently, I think I saw uh, that he was in Erie, Pennsylvania. I think doing a doing a series of readings. So, like he's out doing readings, uh, and we're we will be lucky to have him. Yeah. Uh, so he should be he should be. Um, it should be interesting to talk to him and find out kind of, you know, how he's representing Pittsburgh, how he's representing the area. He's uh, actually one of the poems that I just saw recently that he had published mentions Finzel. Nice. So, uh, so he's been around the area too. So it should be, it should be fun to talk to him. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then the 10th, we have the notorious one act play festival. Um, so it's one of my favorite events and you pushed it back. We did, which I think was very smart. I think so too. Uh, I am hopeful that it will work out well. Yeah, uh, because this should this should let us get some some more students involved to be cast in, um, you know, plays as required. Right? Yeah, 
Um, and it should also let us have better involvement from, from theater faculty, in addition to what is already really great participation from our local theater communi- uh, community anyway. Yeah. So. And I think it also um, gives people a little bit of breathing room to sure. kind of to kind of seek out things, especially as the weather cools down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, to get into a theater and, and see some some really great plays. Right. Um, and if, you know, if you want to participate, you just come. Is it And how much does it cost to come to the One Act Play Festival? So uh, it's a $10 ticket. Yep. So uh, we haven't changed the price in, in a while. Okay. And uh, the event begins at 7 p.m. And that's at the Palace? That's at the Palace. Okay. Yeah, where... You know, again, great collaboration uh, with with folks at the palace, uh, and yeah, and it will be a nice full evening of theater. Three, uh, three plays, three one act plays, and a talk back with actors and the directors. And if we can get some of the authors to come out, that would be great too. But again, we had really widely distributed authors, yeah. so you know, folks from the West Coast, and um, so. You know, it would be great to have them here, but we can't expect people to travel quite so far. But yeah, um, so you know, production, talk back, and uh, and a reception as well. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, so, I mean, that's one of my favorite events. If you so get, where can you get tickets? Uh, so tickets are not yet available, but they will be available at uh, Main Street Books. Okay. Uh, of course, at the Palace on the night of the performance, mm-hmm. and also at the Center for Literary Arts. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't wait on this. You should get your tickets when they're available, right? Um, and then uh, and go because it's 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 a lot of fun. It's such a good night. Yeah, yeah. and there's refreshments. There are. Yeah, even better. Um, and then you have another coffee with the writer on December the first. We do. Uh, so Sarah uh, Bigham, who is a poet from Frederick is going to be with us uh, on the 1st of December. And uh, I, I'm I'm still sort of learning her work. I haven't had much uh, exposure to it, but uh, she comes highly recommended by uh, by someone I trust. So, oh, good. Uh, so, so I'm looking forward to, to hearing her too. And then um, Andy Duncan is doing a reading at Main Street Books on the 6th of December. He is. So he has just put out... Um, and I actually, it's not even out yet. It will be, uh, out in November from small beer press, mm. which is one of my favorite press names ever. Nice. I think. Yeah. Uh, so Andy has, uh, or will be publishing, uh, this book called an agent of utopia, oh. new and selected stories. And, uh, so it will just be out in November. He's going to read from it on December 6th. And that reading happens at 7.30 p.m. at Main Street Books. And, of course, those books will be for sale, and I'm sure that Andy will be happy to sign them. And what a great Christmas present. Hey, that's a, that's that's uh, funny you mentioned that. I think that's great. I think Main Street Books, books in general, absolutely are uh, an amazing gift. And if you, I think they're even sweeter if they come from your local bookshop. Right. Because um, the people that work there, if you say, well, they'll ask you questions and and they'll be able to direct you in the right way. And if it's not in stock, they can always get it. They can Absolutely. always order it for you. So, and then you get a nice little phone call that it's in. <laughs> Just, you know, it's the little things that that you miss. It's um, true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's exciting. I, you know, the semester always is starts out really great. I know it's kind of tough. You have to scrape the cobwebs out a little bit and get into 
the routine of things. So yeah. it's exciting to have things to look forward to. There, there are, um, you know, there's so many events and, and there are other things of course that will still be added to the schedule. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's always a good idea to keep, keep up with, you know, keep up with us on social media. That's part of what Marshall's going to be oh, doing. Oh, fantastic. So that's his like cup that's of tea part of, I don't know if it's his cup of tea, but he's at least willing to, to try one of his brewing, goals. <laughs> try brewing some tea for himself nice. and see if it works. Nice. Um, but, and of course I have, I will be putting events up on Facebook, uh, in our Facebook group. And we have also, we'll have events updated on the, uh, the center webpage, which is, uh, frostberg.edu slash CLA. Uh, so those those events are going to be happening too. So I think we're going to try to do another reading with the women's studies program. Oh, great! And, uh, and that was that was great last time. And you know, so just there will there will be new things. Yeah, being yeah. Well, as always, you can come back and talk about them. I know when Indie Lit gets a little bit more fleshed out, we, try, we typically like to do an sure. annual show just about who's going to be there, the type of panels, and then if people are really interested and they want to travel to the Indie Lit Fest, it's a really great independent literature festival, and the presses that show up are, like, really unique and so cool. So, cool. Yeah. so um, it's if you're in town that weekend, you should definitely be checking it out. And if you're not in town that weekend, you should be. Yo! <laughs> How about that? There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Jen, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. And I'll it. talk to you soon. Sounds great. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, be sure to head over to our website, and that is recordtechlisten.com. We have direct links available for you there, as well as more information. We love to hear from you, the listener. So if you are active on social media, that's a great place to get in contact with us. We have a Facebook page. We also have a Facebook group called The People Who Listen which is a very great interactive space for our listeners um, to get in touch with me, to have direct conversations. You can ask me questions, and, and I highly enjoy that. So uh, please, if you're interested, join the people who listen. Also, you can send us an email at recordtechlisten at gmail.com. Um, we are on Twitter, and it's at RTL Pod. So if you are prefer Twitter, we are there and uh, easily accessible. So send us a tweet. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.